Welcome, everybody, back to Hammer Time, week five, college football. Another four or five units in college football last week from me and B. The locks went 3-0. and We had a plus five unit week, and we are sitting somewhere around 10 units on the year. Uh, plenty of room to grow and plenty of games to go. We have our first time special guest and season two premiere really for special guest John Lockton. John Lockton is sitting at somewhere around plus 30 units this year on college football. Uh, a resident buff fan and a good friend of mine and the program. John, how you doing, buddy? I'm great, Kenny. It's a pleasure to be on. Yeah, John, um, John first, class Firstly, act. just so I don't um, so you don't confuse the listeners, the 30 units is a combination of college and NFL. So Excellent. Didn't right. keep it separated, but excellent. Um, and that has been a combination of John's own plays and a combination of mine and House of B's plays. House of B and uh, John locked in a little bit of a uh, background there is good friends, good family friends, and um, John is an excellent, excellent advocate for youngsters trying to get into this and make money doing it the right way, being smart and having a plan and sticking to it. So, John Lockton, thank you for joining the show. Today, we are going to be discussing this Week 5 slate. And uh, without any further ado, let's get into it. I want to say thank you again, as always, to the listeners. Thank you for joining us. And um, thank you. Like, subscribe, share, send it to your friends. Do all that good stuff. We are going to make some money this week. Let's start talking about these games. Oh, he got it! Smith! So now let's hit the big one. Uh, ten over ten million viewers, which is crazy when you think about it. The only people who really get over that amount of viewers is kind of Penn State, Michigan, Ohio State, Notre Dame. That's really it. And then you throw in now Colorado, Oregon, over ten million. Uh, very impressive from a uh, ratings perspective. You look at the game, it was exactly what we thought, and we got to talk about this for a second just because this was the lock of the week. This was my biggest play of the year, and it went exactly according to plan. I said that they would win by 30 to 40, and they did. They dominated the whole game. Uh, dominated. You guys have anything there? I, you say well, as much or as little Well, as like. Kenny, I mean, you and I, you and I together, absolutely, the whole narrative, the whole discussion on the podcast last week, we – we hit it out of the park with this. Out, out of the park, yep. Yeah, out of the park, John. I know you're a college, you're a Buff resident and fan now. Any thoughts, feelings, how they're going to do the rest of the year as far as against the spread? Some of these big spots, obviously USC this weekend. Yeah, I mean, I'll be honest. I didn't, I didn't expect them to go in and win that game. Um, I personally probably expected them to get their ass kicked a little bit. I did put one unit on them just to give me a little more um, 
a little more action when I was sitting on the couch and excitement. Uh, unfortunately, within the first five minutes, all that was drained pretty quickly by the Ducks. But, um, I mean, yeah, I think I think the media has tricked a lot of people. I think if the media wasn't so heavy on Colorado, there wouldn't be as many people that are hating on them and kind of wanting them to lose. Yeah. Um, I think you can't. You can't argue with what Dion's done with the program. I mean, com- coming off being one of the worst teams in FBS to being able to compete, and I mean, being three and one is huge. Um, like you said, the viewers. I mean, no one, no one's putting up those kind of numbers, so it's obviously exciting for college football. Exciting what he's um, bringing to college football. I expect them to probably finish around seven wins. I think that's a realistic expectation. Even as a fan, I think that's a pretty good realistic expectation. They're going to win another game that they aren't supposed to win, by the way. I just don't know who it's going to be. Yeah, Kenny, Kenny, just real quick. You know, when that many viewers watch that team, um, they're not not rooting for Colorado to lose. They're rooting for Colorado to win. America is behind this team. You know, the, 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 the average fan, the football fans, the public, they want to see them succeed. I, I just think these lines get out of hand because of, you know, as, as John pointed out, the, the media hype. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, <clears throat> That's what we've been on and we'll continue to be on. Kenny, um, we, I know we got to move on to yeah. this week, but let's, let's not forget our other major play from last week that uh, we yeah. nailed. Yep. Um, both you and I could not wait to run to the window and lay down major units on our Hawaii Rainbow Warriors. And I could not have been happier when I got up at 3.45 a.m. for my uh, potty break and flipped on my app and saw that they covered. And yep. so uh, we, we both nailed that one, too. I think that one snuck in under the radar. Most people didn't see that free money sitting out there, yep. and we we absolutely pounced on it. You can't dream up a Saturday any better than that. And that did. That brought the locks to a 3-0 and last week. I think this year, now going into week five slate, we are both 3-1 and on locks, so com- combined 6-2. and two. Pretty good. Uh, take that every day of the week. So 75%. Great. Yep. Uh, all right, so let's discuss just two games here real quick, and then we'll go into our picks. Uh, we got on Friday night, Utah, Oregon State. Sounds like Cam Rising is going to be back, maybe a little bit rusty. If not, they got that Nathan – I can't remember his last name right now, but they, the other guy that they've been playing, he's been playing okay, uh, not putting up a ton of points, and no one is near the level of Cam Rising. Oregon State is minus three at home. Coming off of a loss – Utah's coming off a win versus UCLA. I think Utah's kind of run the gauntlet. Cam Rising can play at the level of Cam Ward, the quarterback that Oregon State just saw. But Washington State doesn't win that game without that, without that guy being awesome. Cam Ward, 400 yards, four touchdowns, only six incompletions. I think Oregon State gets right here. I think three is the perfect number, and I'm hoping that they win by touchdown. I would lean Oregon State. You guys have any plays there? I I do. I actually bought that down to two and a half. Um, it's a two-unit play for me. 
Mm -hmm. I, um, I watched a little bit of Utah and UCLA last week. Just an ugly win. They did not look great on offense. I don't know how good UCLA's defense is, but I haven't heard much about them. Yep. Um, like you said, Cam Ward played unreal, um, and they ended up winning by three. Oregon State, if you look at Utah without their quarterback, um, they have not put up as nearly as many points as Oregon State has. I think them just being back at home, coming off a loss, I also like Oregon State in this Love game. It. Love it. That's a best bet, hammer time bet. That's a maybe, maybe moving into the category of a lock. B, do you have any uh, pick there? I love uh, I love Mr. Lockton's analysis there, and I will I will tail that bet. I like it. Perfect. So we're all on the same side there. Let's just hit one more ranked matchup here. I feel like this is the most. Yeah, we'll talk a little bit about two. I guess Notre Dame Duke. Uh, just hit me real quick. What do you guys think about this? I I still think that Notre Dame makes the playoffs. I still like Hartman a lot. I still think he is probably with the best quarterback in the conversation of top three quarterbacks in the country. Uh, not sure I can bet this one, but I'll look at it live. You guys like the side there? Remind me again of who Duke beat in week one that they weren't supposed to beat. Clemson. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to touch this game. I Duke playing at home um, with that game against Clemson, you, know, you have to respect them. On the other side, Coach Freeman, I have to think, is catching major grief over having 10 players on the field in the two biggest plays of that game. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to be a pissed-off, fired-up team rolling down there to Duke. I mean, anything can happen in that game, but I, I to me, I'm just going to watch the game. I, What's the spread, five-and-a-half? Yep. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm going to leave that one alone. Uh, John? I am personally on um, – I'm with you. I'm kind of on the Notre Dame train after watching them last week. Um, I'm also with B. I think they're going to come out a little pissed off, wanting to prove something. I don't personally – I know it was a good crowd, and it was a very impressive win against Clemson at home. But I I just have to think that Notre Dame, those guys have played in a lot tougher environments than being at Duke. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to ride with Notre Dame minus five and a half. I yeah, like I, yeah, I think that I think this is the equivalent. This game is as important to Notre Dame as the Monday Night Football game was to the Cincinnati Bengals. They must win this must game, win. yeah, or yeah. their their big hopes for this season are over. And probably convincingly, you know, probably convincingly. So that five and a half is a good number. Uh, I like that. And the only thing I'll add is, B after that Clemson Duke game, you remember what we said to each other? Like, how many times does Duke win that game out of 100? And it wasn't that many. Uh, I think Notre Dame beats the brakes off Clemson based off what I've seen now from them this year. So, I don't know. I hate to do that apples to oranges theory, but the comparison, whatever. I I still – I like Notre Dame here. Uh, Last one, and we'll talk about our full slates. LSU Ole Miss. Ole Miss obviously off the loss to Bama. I think that they probably lose to Tulane if Pratt plays. Uh, LSU really only lost this year is to Florida State opening the season. So I love LSU here. It got to from even to minus two. It may be minus three by game time. I love LSU money line. I'm all over it. That's one of my locks for the week. I personally have the LSU money line in a little two-leg parlay with Florida right now. But um, 
from hearing your thoughts, I think I'm going to add that to my card as a uh, solo play. Yep. I dig it. B, any thoughts? I'll take a look at it. I haven't, I haven't studied that game yet. Okay. Sounds good. I have a bunch of small plays for the week, and I have I actually have three locks. Um, that's one of them, LSU. I'll run through my card here real quick. Won't offer much analysis. We'll kind of go through these, and you guys can give your cards after. Uh, Western Kentucky, minus five and a half. This is a Thursday or a Friday night game. This is the 100-mile shootout or whatever the hell they call it now. I'm not sure if that's PC, but Western Kentucky, minus five and a half versus Middle Tennessee State. I have LSU Moneyline. That is a lock. I have LSU Ole Miss under 67. I have Penn State minus 27. Miami, Ohio minus 14. That's a small play. Auburn, Georgia under 47. Uh, I'll save that lock. I have Clemson, Syracuse first half under. I have Georgia Tech minus 22. That's a small play. I have Western Michigan minus one. That's a small play. I have Oregon to keep it rolling, minus 27 versus Stanford. I love that. Uh, <laughs> I have Georgia State. Uh, okay. uh, I have SMU over 52 and a half. I think there's a chance that SMU gets 42 to 48 by themselves. Over 52 and a half SMU. And I have Air Force minus 10 against San Diego State. I think they shit all over San Diego State and get them by 30. You guys, let me hear your cards, and I'll throw in my two or three extra locks there at the end. All right. I'll, I'll, let me do mine because I'll, I'll go quick. I only got a few because I, I knew I knew Johnny was coming loaded with a, a big card this week. And oh, he yeah. is a He's a hot hand right now. Yeah, he so is. So we need to save plenty of air time for Johnny. So um, here's what I've got, just three games. Um, I already – I already and, and don't – Keep an eye on this one because this line has already moved. I locked in early this week on Iowa minus 14. Wow. Uh, hosting Michigan State, um, who officially fired their head coach today. So there's a lot going on there. Um, that line, incidentally, has already moved to like 12 or 12 and a half. So something's going on, and I don't know what it is. I may, I may pull that game. So don't. <laughs> Don't uh, don't take this as gospel. It, it very well might get pulled. Okay. Um, the the my lock of the week is going to be a teaser. And again, this is a line that has moved. the The Cincinnati Bearcats came came in early in the week as two and a half point underdogs on the road at BYU. Mm-hmm. Now, as of this afternoon, they're two point favorites. Ooh. So something is going on here, and I'm going to lean on teasing, taking the Cincinnati Bearcats. I'll do a six-point teaser, and I'm going to pair that with the Wyoming Cowboys, who are minus 14 and a half at home. Um, the teaser will buy that down to eight and a half. I like that as a lock of the week. I dig it. Who's Wyoming playing? Oh, Johnny, you got it up there. Oh, let's see here. Somebody not very good if they're fourteen point favorite. It's New Mexico. It's oh, New Mexico. That. The Lobos. I love that. Um, that that teaser combo is going to be my lock of the week. And then my last pick, um, I I think Miami of Ohio will win at Kent State by over fourteen and a half. 
But what I really like is the over in that game. I think the over right now sits at 48. Um, here's how I see this going down. Miami of Ohio is scoring over 30 points a game on average. But in typical Mac fashion, um, they'll get up in this game and then they'll lose focus um, and they'll allow a couple touchdowns they shouldn't allow. In some way, somehow, more than 48 points will get scored in that game up in Kent, Ohio. There'll be some typical Mac dysfunction going on. Yep. Um, and I like over 48 points in that game. It smells like a three and out and then a three and out. And then from there, just fireworks the whole game. Just because yeah, block, don't know block what's punts, be block yeah. punts, 80 yard bombs from Gabbard. Um, <laughs> you know, fumble recoveries in the end zone. Yeah. You know, it, 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 it'll be it'll be great. A safety or two to help get you there. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I'm very excited to hear this. Johnny, hit me. <laughs> All right. Well, this was a little interesting for me because I usually don't put out my card until I um, hear your and B's thoughts on the podcast. But I'm glad to hear that um, I'm pretty sure we're all on the same side this week. I didn't have any opposing you. So here we go. I got I also had Western Kentucky minus five and a half on the Thursday night game. I just think they're a better team. Um, Tough loss to Troy. I think they're going to win that game. Mm -hmm. Next, as I mentioned, I got Oregon State minus two and a half for Friday night. Um, it's a two-unit play. I'm actually on the opposite. Or I, you said you were going to take the Bearcats, right, B? After on seeing a teaser, okay, a teaser. After seeing that line movement and um, being the Bearcat fan that I am, I couldn't help myself but to put one unit on their money line. <laughs> <laughs> Moving forward. Let's see. I have James Madison minus two and a half. I like that uh, pick. At home against South Alabama. Yep. I've been on James Madison for a couple games this year. Um, they've done me well. I'm going to stick with them. Same thing with these next two. Um, Georgia Southern minus six and a half and Georgia State minus one and a half. I'm going to be honest. I may be getting these teams mixed up, but I know I've bet on both of them, and they both made me money. So I'm riding both of them again. No, you're you're not getting mixed you're not. up. I I um I always follow the Chanticleers, but um, Georgia Southern Brother. has a really good football team, and I was almost gonna I was also almost gonna speak up about that game. To be honest I do with like you, that. they're all kind of around Atlanta, and I got very. So I'm at them, and I know they are. That is good football. That's like when B talks about those games that like Eastern Michigan goes down on a Thursday night, and they go down there to play. They have no idea what's coming for them. Those when those yeah. guys line up against them, those sort no, of no. The, the 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 Sun Belt Conference within the last three years has catapulted by a wide margin the yep. mid-american conference yep that's a really good football conference so not to interrupt um john lockton here but i do like his minus six and a half bet on georgia southern Love hosting them, yeah. the coastal carolina chanticleers i love coastal i want them to win i don't see them winning that game down there so yeah watching uh watching coastal i also just do not think they are um 
the team that they have been in the past couple of years. Yeah, those speedy um, playmakers and skilled position players, they are kind of lacking, it seems like. Yeah. The quarterback is just as good as always, but without those other guys around. And they've produced a couple uh, NFL guys there. So, yeah, a little turnover hurt. Um, I'm going to just hit these here real quick. And no, actually, hey, let, let Johnny finish up his card here. I interrupted oh, okay. him. Sorry, I John, I didn't know you had more. You still yeah. have more plays. Yeah, I got a couple more. Oh, so the, yeah. uh, the Georgia State minus one and a half I mentioned, that quarterback is a legit athlete. I watched him against Coastal. I just think he's going to be able to um, be successful against the Troy defense. And that's Granger, right? Yes. Yeah, he is yep. an athlete. He is a great – he's an athlete for sure. All right, go ahead. I got um, Notre Dame minus five and a half I already mentioned. My biggest play of the week right now is going to be the West Virginia Mountaineers plus 12 and a half on the road at TCU. Wow. Mm. And I, that is going to be a four unit play for me. Oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> All right. Well, we're West Virginia and Mountaineer faithful. So I, it's, it's like the Bearcats or the Red Hawks or the Bobcats, whatever it's, you know, we all yeah. watch those games religiously. So, <laughs> you know, I've been holding out on them all year. I uh, usually wait to see what they got. They've produced, and I think they're getting a little bit disrespected this week with that line. Yeah, that's fair. And then for my last two plays, I mentioned I have um, LSU and Florida in a little two-leg money line parlay that's plus 242. Um, no really rhyme or reason. I, I mentioned that I liked LSU for some reason. I I think Florida played awful against Utah, but I I think they're um, I think they're going to turn it around and start progressing and becoming better week by week. I agree with you. I agree with that analysis. I think uh, they kind of let down a little bit against Charlotte last week, but I still think that they are better than what we at all originally thought that they would be, for sure. Uh, my last two plays, and we'll wrap this up. Unless John, do you have any more? Or you have? I got it? I got one more. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. And this is honestly one of the plays. This is probably one I'm most excited about. It is a four-leg, seven-point teaser. Oh, wow. Good, Good lord! <laughs> the odds are plus two forty. It knocks um, Texas minus nine and a half against Kansas. Florida plus eight and a half at Kentucky. Michigan minus 10 and a half at Nebraska. I think Nebraska sucks. I'm still on the Nebraska fade train. Mm -hmm. And Oklahoma minus 12 and a half against Iowa State. I, I love your Bobcats, but if Iowa State lost to the Bobcats, they're not doing shit against the Sooners. Yeah, no way. I, hey, I would just like to say, John, that is a beautiful uh, four-leg teaser and I'm going to be jumping all over that immediately. I love it, dude. <laughs> I love it, too. I'm, I'll ride that with you in solidarity. All and let me months. just add for Kenny that, you know, I told you I like Coach Napier. Uh-huh. And I, I, I already bet on Florida winning over five and a half games this year, and it just might happen now. I know. I know. <laughs> we both were on that Florida over, and uh, I love it. I think that – the strength of schedule stuff gets talked about a little bit too much yeah. and too early and often that I don't know how relevant it really is until you can see the teams, but I agree with you. Uh, I do. I agree with you. I like that four leg teaser. I'll ride that as well. And solidarity we will all ride together. Uh, all right. So I got to get to these Johnny. That was your last play, correct? Yes, sir. <laughs> Perfect. Excellent card. How many games were on that card? Um, 
I believe. Let me count real quick. Just to circle the wagon so we come back next week and, and make sure we recap accurately. I got um, nine straight plays and then nine the uh, money line and the teaser. Okay, sounds good. So we'll, we'll come back and we'll revisit. In your lock of the week, four units, West Virginia plus 12 and a half. Yep. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Well, I'll get to mine here real quick. These are, I already mentioned some of them a little bit, but my first lock, Louisiana Tech plus one. Louisiana Tech is going on the road to play UTEP. This line is now even. UTEP sucks. And uh, Louisiana Tech just playing, I believe they played Nebraska last week. They lost 28 14. The box score is deceitful. And I actually think that there was a weird way they could have won that game. I remember live betting them money line plus 1300, plus 2000, all the way down to like plus 400. And then they finally fell out of favor. I love Louisiana Tech. UTEP sucks. My next play is going to be odd because we faded this team several times and won, but now it's time to ride them. The Purdue Boilermakers. They're playing Illinois at home. This is a 3.30 game on Saturday. Hudson Card is legit. Altmeyer, the quarterback for Illinois, stinks. Illinois has, like, wildly underperformed this year. I think they look absolutely terrible. And Purdue just coming off two losses in a row, Syracuse and Wisconsin. Those are next-level defenses, and I actually think for at least a half of those games, they hung in there pretty well. Hudson Card is a good, good quarterback. And their other loss this year to Fresno. Fresno is, is not a bad program. They kind of do things the way that the fun belt does. They're, they're pretty good. And then my last play, my last lock of the week, is going to be Georgia State Moneyline, as Johnny mentioned. Troy just coming off of a three-point win against Western Kentucky. Georgia State is a whole different animal. Coming into this game undefeated, they face Troy at home Saturday night, 7 p.m., Georgia State is the much better team, and I am all over them. Those are my three locks. I don't have really that big of a card, but I am very, very much looking forward to this. I will not be able to watch as much football on Saturday as I usually can due to obligations uh, with the girlfriend. So wish you all well. Wish uh, listeners well. Wish every rider and tailor well who does, uh, does follow these plays. We will come back and Kenny, we will Kenny. this next week. Yeah. May I ask one more question? Mm-hmm. Have you had any time to look at who our Hawaii Rainbow Warriors play this week? Yes, and I can't, I can't bet it. All right, all right. UNLV. All right, let's let's move on. Do you have thoughts? No, I think that game is at in Las Vegas. It is. So I think we better just leave that one alone. I can't touch it. I Las Vegas yep. is a good team. They're a sneaky good team. Yep. Yep. Leave it alone. And the bits of big numbers, but I don't know. I can't touch it. Yep. All right. Uh, any closing remarks, fellas? That's all from me. Yep. B? No, it's just always fun to do this and uh, appreciate you both. I appreciate you both. John, uh, thank you for joining us for first premiere guest for the season two. We will definitely, hopefully, have you back as long as you're willing. And uh, we'll recap and circle the wagons here next week and we'll we'll talk about records and we'll discuss how we did so uh thank you john for joining absolutely appreciate it you having me y'all have a good time out there go buffs and we will see how we do thank you all for listening hammer time out <laughs>